have I made a bad joke <laughs> that I have regretted that I've felt a bad felt terrible. Oh, this about is bad joke hour? specific. No, bad okay. joke. No. Okay. No. I, I relish a bad joke. Oh, Wienermobile relish. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Let's see how, how many other hot dog condiments we can fit into this episode. That we can mustard into this episode. Oh! I'm falling behind on the hot dog jokes. I better catch up. <laughs> okay. Anyway, back to the news. <laughs> Just going to do hot dog <laughs> jokes for the rest of the We've gone all the way around once. Let's do it again. It's a podcast with a guy and a guy and a guy on the worldwide phone. I'm Mike. I'm Craig. And here we are. About to get snowed in in Georgia. It was supposed to have stopped by now. Weather people. Since when can weathermen predict the weather? Back to the future quote. Yeah, it was Ronald be- Reagan? <laughs> the actor? <laughs> Who's vice president? Jerry Lewis? I suppose Jack Betty is the secretary of the treasury. And Jane Wyman is the first lady. I think I had those backwards. Anyway. Yeah, and the great thing about that is that at, in 1985, um, like even us as kids knew those names that he's referencing right because our parents would have been fans of those people yeah but like anybody who's a little kid they would have been a generation now that the tonight show with johnny carson yeah anybody who watches that now as a young person has no idea who those people are right probably you know or at least maybe maybe knows one of them so we've got a guest yeah who is that guest on the worldwide phone someplace where it should be snowing but isn't It sounds like Kurt. Yes, it's me. I'm in Wisconsin, and it's not snowing. And it's snowing in North Atlanta suburbs, which means you've had snow more recently than I have. We had flurries <laughs> uh, yesterday, I think. Very briefly, but this is like full-on giant flakes of It looks like lake effect snow, essentially. Yeah, it's, it's redonkulous. Big fat this place. is not the kind of snow we normally get here. If it was going to actually accumulate, this would be excellent snowman making snow. And yeah. we are right on the line. I'm showing the radar to Craig. Look at all that blue. That's the snow. Yeah. And there's the line between yeah. the snow and the rain, and it's moving further south. That is not good. Craig it's may fun. be stranded here. No, no, Craig's not going to be stranded here. Craig's, Craig's, Craig's getting the hell out of Dodge when this podcast is done. Um, Craig grew up in Wisconsin and knows how to drive in a couple inches of snow. Well, I'm I'm less concerned about me yeah. knowing how to drive in the it's, snow as I am about uh, the other people knowing how to drive in yeah. the snow. The bonus at being a Saturday morning that there's any snow might scare most of the Southerners to just stay how many? Yeah, how many people were out not, there? Not, not that many. It's, yeah, there sh- it should be temperatures. Everyone. Air temperatures are above <laughs> freezing, but that doesn't mean the roadway temperature is. Uh, there's at least a couple of side roads when I was get when I was getting here that were accumulating. So that's that. I successfully funded Kickstarter number seven. Woo! <laughs> 
um, and I placed the order for 800 books yesterday. Nine times. Hundred. No, no, nine hundred's a bit much. I figured I. I forgot what eight was for. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he ever figured that out? Anyway. Um, uh, yeah, eight hundred. That's be two hundred ish to backers and a few people that I'm going to send some copies to anyway. Um, and uh, and then uh, there'll be like a hundred to go to right to IGDN stock, a hundred or so to go to Studio Two Publishing to go into stores and distribution and whatnot, and then I'll have four hundred uh, for myself. Ooh, that I'm putting in a warehouse. I'm paying for warehouse space because <laughs> you want to put four hundred books in your apartment. You don't I don't want four hundred books in my apartment. I also don't want to ship those books when they are ordered um, online, which is going to be something I'm going to be working on over the course of the next month or two. And uh, yeah, I'm going to have, I, I worked something out. The great thing about it is it's local. I can literally drive there in five minutes. So if this doesn't work out some way, like if like, oh, well, nobody's buying my books and I'm just paying money out the year to, to house them, to sh- you know, to stick them there. It's like, I can just go over and get them. Yeah. Yep. I don't have to pay to have them shipped to me. I can drive. So is get this, them. is this, is this uh, an, an additional service offered by the pr- the printer that you used or are you no, just talking no, about no. like a public storage unit no this is a full a, a warehousing and fulfillment service this is what, okay this is this place does this for a living this is their people their employees this is their jobs they have stock of all sorts of things local primarily local it seems like a lot of local uh, companies and people and everything and it's a warehouse I, i'll be able to get this stuff easily into amazon with them um, cause this way, this way I have a backstock where it's just like, Hey, I can put stuff in Amazon. I can send it to their Dallas, you know, fulfillment center, get all my stuff set up like that. And then when it, when the, when the, uh, when my, uh, my stock dips below like five copies in the Amazon warehouse, they'll get an alert and send them 20 more. And I don't have to dick around with it. And they just, they charge me for pick pack and, um, and for the warehousing and then they charge me for the shipping if the person purchasing it isn't paying for the shipping because like ah retailers buying a bunch of stock from them will will like okay i want these 10 books and or 20 books or whatever and you know and they'll pay for their shipping to get now that'll that may change once <clears> they <throat> hit like a tier where they can you know offer free shipping and all it, it's a whole thing i'm not going to get into it the point is the kickstarter is done um, and it was successfully funded, and I'm getting a bunch of books. So in a couple of weeks, I'll have a um, an initial hard copy to look at before they run the rest of the books. Well, that's fun. And I want to point out that, you know, certainly thank you to all the backers for funding this. But I, I do want to point out, too, thank you to all of the backers who have funded previous Kickstarters and who have bought games at conventions and drive through RPG because... I have to put down as a new printer, a new pu- a publisher doing a print run for the first time. I have to put down a deposit with the printer. Oh, and so the reason that I can put that deposit you're down, not trustworthy yet, right? The reason <laughs> I can put that deposit down is because, because I have the money in the Nerdburger Games coffers because of other successes. So this is I'm able to get this rolling right away rather than having to wait two or three weeks because of all the other backers and purchasers over the years so and double thank you to people who did both and thank you to all the contributors who made the books in the first place otherwise there wouldn't have been other okay you just keep going back keep just onion layers layer upon layer and thank you to me 
And thank you to humans evolving out of the, the Sahara of Africa. <laughs> and developing written language. Otherwise, there would be no game books. <laughs> because there would be no written language in books. Um, I want to throw this out there real quick before we get into news kind of stuff. Um, Mike and Kurt. Yes, present. When, when you close, yep. when you cl- if you cl- right now close your eyes, I don't trust you. Oh come on! <laughs> close, I close one eye. Just cl- just close both eyes, and picture an elephant. <laughs> Imagine okay. an elephant. Mm-hmm. Got it? Yeah. What do you see when your eyes are closed and you <clears throat> imagine you picture an elephant? You imagine I, I, an elephant. Oh, do you want me to go first? Yeah, either one of you. Okay, I pictured a a, a gray. Elephant with the big floppy ears and and two tusks and a and a, a nose thing. Okay, so snout. You, Wait, what is that called? Hold on. You closed your eyes <laughs> and, and four you, four legs. You literally saw an elephant when your eyes were closed. Did you see an elephant? Was there a gray thing with four legs and big ears and a yes. tusk? You saw an elephant. Kurt, I, I conjured an image in my mind's eye. Yes. Okay, Kurt. What did you see? <laughs> yeah. What? Sorry. <laughs> when, when you close your eyes and I, say, and I say picture an yeah. elephant, what do you see? It's basically an outline. It's not particularly in depth or anything. Not like detailed. That. You kind of get like mine had yeah. wrinkles and everything. Okay, texture on the skin. There is a, a condition. Little called, hairs. There's a condition called aphantasia. Oh crap! Do I suffer <laughs> from something? No, you are. You. I'm are, the one who who you are doesn't the one suffer. Who from doesn't it. suffer. Kurt suffers from it <laughs> from it to an extent. Aphantasia is a condition where one does not possess a functioning quote mind's eye and cannot voluntarily visualize imagery. You closed your eyes, Mike, and you saw an elephant. Mm-hmm. Kurt, you closed your eyes and saw like a shape of an elephant. Mm-hmm. When I close my eyes and I picture like an a elephant, zoo animal cracker, I close my eyes and I picture an elephant. I see nothing. What? It is black. I have what? never seen anything. You don't see anything when you close your eyes. I see it's black. When I close my eyes, no matter what I think about, it's black. Wow. It's darkness. Is that is that advantageous to have that? No, it's just a condition that wasn't really studied much. It was uh, kind of first described in 1880 by uh, Francis Galton, and it's only been studied occasionally here and there. There's different stages of it. Now, Kurt has like a variation of aphantasia where you might see the right shape, but it'll be the wrong color. You might see like um, the right shape, but it's black and white. You might see the right shape, but it's just an outline. Sounds like that's where you're kind of at, Kurt, is just kind of the impression, the outline version. Whereas Mike sees the whole thing. Like if you closed your eyes and pictured my face, you would see Craig. The whole Craig. The whole, you'd see nothing but the Craig. You'd see everything that I look like. (laughs) If I close my eyes and picture Mike, I know in my mind, no, this is what Mike looks like. I know he has glasses that look like this. I know his hair is parted on this side and it's this color. I know he has a beard and it's this color. I know all of those things. I know what Mike should look like, but I don't see your face. Yeah. And I never have. Wow. And I never will. When Aww. I close my eyes. <laughs> That's going to make masturbating difficult. It's like the difference between seeing the actual, <laughs> the actual picture or like holding the ideas. Right? Yeah, and it's here's the thing. The ideas. I have always sorry. I have <laughs> I have never had this discussion. I have always thought that Dad, the, too the, many coffees this morning. That the quote "mind's eye" meant that when you see, I have always thought that when you see something in your mind's eye, mm-hmm. what you are seeing is not really seeing. What you you know what the thing is supposed to look like. You know all of the attributes. You can kind of you know the specs. Yeah, it's almost like a verbal. I didn't until until this morning. I didn't know that there are people out there who literally will see the elephant. Wow. 
They've got, I assumed got... everybody was just like me, that the mind's eye was really just like, you can kind of, you kind of know what everything is, what it's, what it's all about, but you don't actually visualize it. I've got the full elephant spec downloaded. Which is maybe why I don't remember a lot in my, the way of my dreams, and you have vivid dreams that you like to recount. If I remember them after I wake up. Well, yeah. pun- and there's, there's always yeah. the forgetting factor, but like, <clears throat> I can't remember, like, I can't remember the last dream I had. You've actually remembered some. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the like. Like, I remember them right after I wake up, and then they're gone. Yeah. I can still see that indeterminate pizza topping. Yeah. So, <laughs> there you go. Aphantasia. I'm going to link everybody to that the Wikipedia article. Um, there's a thing. Fl- I just, I found it because there's a thing floating around on Twitter and Facebook right now where people are saying, you know, close your eyes and picture a red star. Which of these six images do you see? And it starts with blackness. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then goes all the way up through different variations of clarity for a star. And then all the way to a full-on red, you know, five-pointed red star. And now there's people on the internet who are doing exactly what I just like. Like, Mike, you're, you're thinking, you mean there's people that don't see the elephant? Like, <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. And I'm thinking to myself, there's people that do? Because I've never seen any of that. Now, and also, the, and part of like the history of studying and everything is that the, you, it can change over time, but it usually requires brain injury. Hmm. That there are In order to be able pe- to see? Both directions. Okay. Because the challenge brain... accepted. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt, let's check right now. Right now, you see only an outline. Now, slam your head against the wall a few times. Bam, bam. There you go. Okay, now do you see full elephant or do you see nothing? I see stars. Oh no, you're broken. You're totally broken. But I physically see stars. I don't. I don't understand the concept of a star. Anyway, when I I closed oh, my I closed my uh, my eyes earlier when uh, you were talking and pictured you Craig uh-huh. and and the Craig in my mind's eye wear shorts yeah because that's probably how you've seen mm-hmm. most Craig actually has long pants on today yeah, Be- because, because of the yeah. horrible awful weather are you trying to play something like the answer was yes what's news Mike oh boy oh boy oh boy I had to turn my radar off all right, now everybody, as Mike tells this story, close your eyes and, and picture, picture the things he's talking the about. The things I'm talking about. Except for those of you who can't do that, then just keep your eyes open and continue driving. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please, if you're listening in the car, keep your eyes open. Um, and, just, and, and, just, and you can just focus on the soothing sounds of Mike's voice. Yeah, speaking of radar. Oh. Yeah, this is actually a mash guy, right? Oh my god, no. Oh yeah, we lost a MASH guy. What? No, I'm talking about Kirk Douglas. Well, that happened too. And he yeah. was 103, I guessed that correctly, the the other show, the other week, whenever that was. Who died in MASH? Gene Reynolds. Oh, the creator. Yep. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize he was still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Gene. Man, you really dropped the ball for the MASH fans out there. You're always using Suicide is Painless for your... Yeah, here. R.I.P. Gene Reynolds. Gene Reynolds, co-creator of MASH, dies at 96. Good long run. Wow. Not quite Kirk Douglas, but... Pretty darn close. Within single digits, that's pretty good. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) He did the TV version of... uh, Yes. ...of of MASH. So anyway, yeah, Kirk Douglas, who we've talked about a number of times on the show because because he's Kirk Douglas and also Spartacus... Um, and because uh, of like, yeah, that guy he just, was Spartacus. Just kept 
Well, he'll always be Spartacus. Oh, I know. He just kept hanging in there. Mm-hmm. But 103, yep. And and uh, suffering from the effects of a of a major stroke for the last twenty four years. A major stroke. I just did a little salute. I, I did. I, I've been doing that all week. General this, major that. General disarray. Oh man. Corporal punishment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Private parts. <laughs> just do a little salute. Uh huh. It's one of the best. Thank you, How I Met the, Your Mother. One of the best things How I Met Your Mother ever gave us. What else is Captain news? What's-His-Face? <laughs> <laughs> um, Captain Morgan. Uh, what else is news? Netflix is finally going to let you... Like, you know when you go into Netflix and you, and you oh, scroll I saw onto this, something yeah. and, and it starts to, like, autoplay the After trailer? After a couple of seconds and yeah. if your volume is turned up or all of this, you, you, you know, you get startled and you jump out of your and it starts couch. To, yeah, and it autoplays. You can turn that off Super now. annoying, yeah. It's in the settings. You can turn that off now. So you and, can, and... You can just scroll through silently and look at the titles. Apparently, hasn't it been in the settings, but we didn't. nobody knew it was there, but now they're actually turning it off well, for you. It says right here, Netflix finally lets users turn off autoplay. Oh, I thought I, re- I read it uh, differently. And it's Your possible. mileage may vary. You can turn it off the somehow. Point, the point is, yeah. It's, it's I don't, turn-offable. If you, if you, if when, it, when you couldn't turn it off, it was always like, well, I have to scroll quickly. Right. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my and God. So, I better hit the button so, now. Oh, so, the button's not working. Oh, something's in the way. Sometimes the little preview image <clears> has like, the name of the thing, there might be like a little sub something. And you're to trying it. to read it. You're trying to read it. And, and then all of a sudden, and, and And there's, a, there's pictures of multiple people's faces, and you're trying to identify, identify who, who they, they are, are and figure out what this is that you're looking at. Boy, it'd be nice if I could pause on this. No, sorry. No, you can't now. We're Netflix. Hooray, Netflix. Got to do something to start competing with you know the other 500 uh, streaming brands that are in there taking all your business away from you, <laughs> which they are. Netflix, huh? I don't remember if it was the last quarter, but sometime within the last few quarters was the first time that they had a drop in subscriptions. Wow. I think, if I remember correctly, yeah, they had just because there's just enough enough other stuff has popped up that people are starting to make choices. Yeah, I'm not. Going I to, I'm not going to stream everything. I'm just going to do these three. Go ahead. Yeah, I actually dropped my last quarter and just picked it back up again because I was like, I got to the point where I was like, eh, nothing on your site excites me. Just spend my money on HBO instead. Yeah. Go float around in there for a couple months, find the things that you want to watch, and then you move on yep. to something else. That's yep, the way yep, to yep. do it. Yeah, and I might do more during the summer when I have more free time. I might have a couple going at once, but during the school year, I get Hulu automatically through my phone and then pay for one more, and that's enough to keep myself occupied. Um, I've got news out of Wisconsin. Yes, please. It's very exciting. we got to keep you up to date what's going in Wisconsin. This is in Waukesha, crucial Waukesha County. For all the election pundits out there. For anybody who cares, Waukesha County (laughs) is relative west of Milwaukee. Yeah, it's it's, western suburbs. It's essentially a big suburb. Uh, Yeah, western suburbs. But in Waukesha, there was an incident with police where they pulled over a vehicle. um, And they got pulled over. All they received was a verbal warning um, specifically for failing to give enough room to another car that was on the side of the road with its emergency lights on. So in Wisconsin, if there's any type of vehicle on the shoulder with its lights on, you were supposed to give it space. It just stayed in the right lane and didn't bother, bother moving to the left. Sheriff's Department, you know, rolled the lights, pulled them over. But what makes it important is it was the Wienermobile. <laughs> <laughs> so there are photos and video of the Wiener, Wienermobile pulled over on the side of the highway in Waukesha County, Wisconsin. Awesome. <laughs> the driver did not give enough space. Well, 
to someone on the side of the road. Is the is the Wienermobile considered an oversized vehicle? No, I think it's I think it fits the legal width restriction. It doesn't need to have a police escort with a big banner on the back in the front that says you know, wide, wide load. Wide load. <laughs> no, now, if, they, if it was if it was like the jumbo hot dog <laughs> mobile, <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be bigger than the Wienermobile, right? <laughs> the foot long yeah. hot dog yeah. mobile, yeah. the jumbo, the jumbo foot long. <laughs> Taking it's, a taking a cruise in my jumbo footlong van. It's built on one of those segmented trailers. Oh yeah. <laughs> what so, are those? So they're not eighteen corners. wheels. They're like twenty something wheels. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oscar Mayer wieners are kind of long and skinny. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ladies. And somewhere, some out, men. somewhere, somewhere out there, there's a listener named Oscar Meyer who's like, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> mine's short and thick." So, uh, <laughs> Of course, another motorist pulled over to take a video of the whole thing. Oh, well, yeah. Only one? Well, I've only seen the one video. There might be more. Jeez. Yeah. And then so the Waukesha County Sheriff's Department actually had to, like, share a statement, and they did it on Instagram. So here's the photo of the cop behind the Wienermobile, and then uh, basically an explanation of what happened, and just a reminder to uh, drivers that if there's a vehicle on the side of the road, you must move left, and if you can't move left, you must slow down. <laughs> yeah, we have that here too. Yeah, and this is the first time I've ever heard of a car ever being pulled over for it because I see cars all the time not do it, just blowing <laughs> past emergency yeah. vehicles. Yeah. Oh boy. So, well, since this is episode three hundred and sixty, and we've gone um, all the way around once. Remember how I used to talk about Apple News? Remember? You do occasionally still, but not as eh, regularly. I started up again slowly. Yeah, a little here about, and there when you well, like the big announcement <clears throat> days, like you. Oh like sure, yeah, those, yeah, yeah, yeah. How about some some uh, rapid fire Apple news? Get a kind of a, a state of the Apple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. State of the giant circle building. So, uh, Mike, jobs still Mike, dead. Got Mike, it. why don't you cut us off some apple slices? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> little tidbits wow what? did you say, did you say that did like you just boo me your joke is bad and you should feel bad no wrong so, friend of mine on twitter this <laughs> sorry gonna pull this out i gotta throw this out there friend of mine on twitter threw, threw out a comment that said earlier today i made a joke so bad that i felt i felt terrible about it for an hour anybody else and i responded no never once ever in my entire yeah. life <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, back to you. <laughs> no, you 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 must have felt terrible about something briefly for a nanosecond at some point because I'm the worst person in the world, and you're just bare. You just when come made, inside my orbit. I, sometimes well, I've I've said things that I've regretted, and that you know I've said things on this podcast that I've asked you to edit out. Have I made a bad joke <laughs> that I have regretted that I felt a bad felt terrible? Oh, this about is for bad joke hour? specific. No, bad okay. joke. No, okay. no, I I relish a bad joke. Oh, Wienermobile relish! <laughs> nice. <laughs> Let's see how, how many other hot dog condiments we can fit into this episode. That we can mustard into this episode. Oh! I'm falling behind on the hot dog jokes. I better catch up. <laughs> okay. Anyway, back to the news. <laughs> Just going to do hot dog jokes for the rest of the episode. Pickles! Okay. <laughs> Oh, I think that has to be the episode title. <laughs> just, just pickles. pickles. <laughs> That's your call. I'm or hot dog it. jokes or something. Anyway, 
Um, what was I saying? I don't know. <laughs> oh well, you had interjected, and it sounded <laughs> like it, it sounded joke. like slices. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know, I know. It, but it sounded <laughs> like were you doing a Jimmy Stewart impression there? No, oh, I can't. Oh, I want to make some apple slices. I, I can do a Jimmy Stewart impression if you'd like. Oh, I'll put some put some sugar and some cinnamon on those, maybe. Mash them up a little bit, make some Jim, applesauce. Uh, Jim, Jimmy Stewart having sex. Was yeah. that Jimmy Stewart that pork chops and applesauce? Uh, I guess, maybe. Who's that? That was from Brady Bunch. <laughs> that was that was Peter. Pork or, chops uh, and applesauce. Who is uh, that? That's somebody that was, else. No, that was that was Brady Bunch. That was, yeah, but that um, was Brady Bunch, but who's the, the voice? Middle, the middle son. Um, yeah, Peter was doing that. Peter, yeah. Pork What's that? Pork chops and applesauce. I don't know. But... Oh, God, I gotta <laughs> look it up, kids. Um, Hello. <laughs> As Allison wanders in here. Hi. With her heavy winter jacket on. Because <laughs> it's freaking snowing in freaking Georgia. <laughs> well, the... Neither did Craig come, coming over here. <laughs> the Brady Bunch thing comes up. Anyway. Popular um, I forgot what we were talking about again. Humphrey Bogart. Oh, it was Humphrey. Oh, yeah. Fuck. He's doing Humphrey Bogart. I can, no, I'll, I'll, I'll just stick with, with Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart having sex. Oh, oh. pork chops and apple shots. <laughs> okay, very nice. <laughs> well, 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 that's nice. Do, do that again. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Jimmy Stewart needs to host the next uh, whatever burger. That's I forgot I can do that one. I want to hear Nick Cage do the next one, or uh, or who's your other one that you've been doing lately? If um, you want me, if you want me to do the next podcast, like Nicolas Cage. That's star- it starts out a little <laughs> Buffalo Bill, yeah. Well, I, I'm doing it too. Well, my my voice is crackly today. It's I'm getting too low. Like, I'm a podcast host. I'm here on the podcast, Nick Cage. I used to be a good actor. <laughs> Back when I was a Coppola. But then I just started screaming everything. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Hey, you scared the dog away. Good. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christopher Walken's the other one you've been doing a lot lately. <laughs> that one, that's tough to get into. Is it? An alligator. <laughs> <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't come over here. Here. Now, see, I'm losing it. I just, it's got to be the right, the right sequence of words and the right phrases. I want to know what story starts out with an alligator. The alligator thing came out of, uh, (laughs) that was a gym story on the podcast where somebody saw Christopher Walken lying in a ditch pretending to be an alligator and said something stupid like must have been high or drunk or something. (laughs) Who knows? Pretending to be an alligator. It's in an episode. Was that method acting? (laughs) It's in an episode and Jim was talking about it. I think it was Jim. He was talking about it and that was the first time I tried doing Christopher Walken on the air and I threw out vaguely remember that. An alligator. (laughs) Anyway, all right. Apple News for real this time. <clears throat> so, uh, care to guess? No. Um, who? <laughs> that this has been Apple News. Thank you for joining us, <laughs> and good night. Um, ben Apple is that the head of the company? <laughs> anyway, Ben Apple News. No. No. Although, although the what was that? <laughs> We're not going to. What was there. that? A condition of the mind's eye thing Aphantasia. called? I was thinking like Aff- Affleck. Tasia, like what would what would that be? Would that be like trying to act and having nothing but blackness? No, I think Afflectasia. <laughs> Afflectasia would be like you try to imagine Ben Affleck in um, another role in a movie and you can't. <laughs> like what what would happen if Ben Affleck, you know, was Spartacus? Oh, I just uh, can't see that. No, yeah, I have Afflectasia. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a shame that um 
the people that came up with the idea for the accountant didn't have that. <laughs> There's a number of movies that it wouldn't have been a bad <laughs> idea if Affleck hadn't been in them. But anyway. Yeah, he's funny in the Jay and Silent Bob stuff. Reboot sucks, sorry. Oh, uh, have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, Ugh. I didn't even realize it was out. Ugh. Bad, huh? Bad. 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 My opinion. My opinion. I'm sure there's plenty of people who liked it. This is this is a quick, quick, re- quick, quick review. Um, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, and it's basically a reboot of the storyline of Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, but then like, you know, 15 or whatever years later and blah, blah. There's, there's differences. But anyway, the point is that his View Askew Universe movies, all the movies that have to have Jay and Silent uh-huh. Bob and all that yeah. stuff in them, tend to get self-referential and there's a lot of uh, fan service and in-jokes and stuff like that. This movie is too much of that. And the oh, like, okay. new funny is not as, there's not as much new funny. It's too much in-jokes. It, it's all callbacks. Yeah. And that's fun a little, but that's not fun for 90 yeah. minutes. Actually, that's like the the first time I've watched a movie of his, and immediately went but like I didn't like that. I'll never watch Aww. it again. There's a there's a few movies that I'm just I don't think I'll ever watch Yoga Hosers again. But I was I was entertained by it. I haven't even heard of that one, Yoga Hosers. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Back to Apple news. <laughs> if I keep this up, we're gonna hit the end of the episode. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ben Apple was quoted as saying, "Um, right, Ben Apple." Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I was going to ask you guys, uh, who, wh- uh, what do you suppose is the best-selling tablet out there? This shouldn't be hard. I would assume the iPad. Yeah, you would be correct. Do you, do you yeah. know by how much it's the best-selling tablet? I, I believe it has always been, but um, I think people have, have the idea that it's got like 90% of the, of the market, and then everybody else splits up the remaining 10%. And it's not that bad. No, no, it's not that bad, but it is pretty good considering. Does it have a majority of the market? No, it does not. Yeah, but no. just, just I was going to guess at best it was fifty. Yeah. No, it's uh, only got thirty-six and a half. Can I get? Can I guess this? Because yeah. there are so many tablets out there. Yes. I'm going to say that it has. It is twice as popular as number two. Are we able to check y- that? Y- yes, that's where I'm going with this. Oh, okay. And and yeah. you would be more than correct with that. Excellent. Yeah, number Apple Apple uh number one at thirty six point five percent of the market. Number two, care to guess who that is? Microsoft Surface. No, no ooh, that's not even on the list. Some, Sorry, some, <laughs> some Samsung thing. It's Samsung. Yeah, sixteen point one percent. I'm a wiener. Yeah, mobile. <laughs> yeah, so mobile. Apple is two and two and a half times. Okay, cool. Roughly, the market share thirty six to eighteen. Thirty six to sixteen. Oh, that's- so a little barely over twice. Eighteen to thirty-six would be twice the twice the share, right? Yeah, so a little over twice, just under two and a half. Yeah, between it's like two and a quarter. Yeah. Um, so okay, cool. Third that's is not surprising. Third is Huawei, otherwise known as Chinese uh, government malware. Malware. <laughs> um, well, how is it said? Huawei. 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 Isn't that like? Try. Wasn't that Chachi's? <laughs> catchphrase on happy days you would say wah 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 no that was wah 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 had to find a way for wah chachi. wah wah had to, had to find a way for reason for chachi to say wah 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 in every episode that he was in oh jo- joni loves chachkeys <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> so funny show. that'd be a great show every episode is just that was a Aaron... that was a cart in the background in the good place <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> Um, oh, the good place is over. I'm so sad. 
We should talk. We about should that. talk about that. Kurt, did you watch The Good Place? Yes, I did. Oh, we, okay. There's our topic. Oh, okay. Let's let's get through this Apple stuff. And we talk didn't about have a topic. That. Uh, we we had a smattering. <laughs> <laughs> we had we had a few smaller bits. That we're going to. I don't. Yeah, I've got one quick news story, but let's we, get. We Apple had some. We had <laughs> we had some uh, we had some hot dogs and some apple slices. And uh, some pickles. Oh, and, so it's uh, like we, we've, it's like lunch for eight year old me. <laughs> it's like the stuff that's left over on the on the kid's uh, tray, you know, on his uh, on his on his high chair. It's like all the bits and pieces, or the stuff that's uh, the stuff that falls into your gut gutter after you've uh, you've been chowing down on and not paying attention to keeping clean and not making a mess. Anyway, um, yeah, Huawei. <laughs> is in third at 9.1% amazon.com not amazon amazon.com with all of their uh fire, fire tablets, tablets yeah. that they lose money on cuz they give them away for less than they than it costs them to uh make them 7.6% lenovo 5.8% and others 24.9% which is probably no. like you know that microsoft surfaces are in there 500 different somewhere yeah. at a at a, at a uh a market share of less than 5.8% yeah <laughs> When I, when I see the stats for, like, what games are being played on Roll20, and Capers has a Roll20 module, everybody, I see the whole big long list, and it's like D&D, Pathfinder, Call of Cthulhu, blah, 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 all these other games, all these other games, and and then there's other 7%. And like, that's me! <laughs> I'm in the 7%! <laughs> <am> the... <laughs> with, you know, 300 other games. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, closing, um, I'm closing the other, these other news items. We want to talk about the good place. Oh, I've got one quick one. Wait, no, I no, just, no. I'm not moving on to Apple stuff. Oh, there's more Apple. What else is Apple doing? Well, hang on. <laughs> What's Tim Apple up to these days? Oh, that's a terrible sound effect. <laughs> that's supposed to be an Apple crunching. Yeah, well, you, we won't use that. Um, pre-production, Mike. Come on. It sounded fine. <laughs> When I held the phone up to my ear when I, while I was peeing earlier. <laughs> or you just like the sound of your own pee. Maybe. <laughs> um, let's do this with Apple Watches. Oh. We're going to do total shipments, though. This isn't a comparison to other smartwatches. This is a comparison in total shipments uh, as compared to the entire Swiss watch industry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, there's probably more Apple watches than Swiss watches in the world at this point. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is, this is for the, um, the recent year, the, the last year well, for the year, but yeah, but the point is, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, Apple shipped, uh, 30.7 million units in 2019 up from 22 and a half million in 2018. The switch, the entire switch watch industry in 2019, uh, shipped 21.1 million units dropping 13% from the year before. Sorry, Switzerland. Do you still see people wearing regular watches around, though? Sure. Yep. And occasionally, you see somebody wearing a regular watch on one arm and a smartwatch, usually an Apple watch, on the other arm. Why? <laughs> I mean, I get, you know, you, you like watches. You're into watches. You're whatever they call people who collect watches. <laughs> Mechanical watches. There's a word for that. Yep. Um, Remember in the 1990s when everyone in the world was into pocket watches for two months? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right around the same time, every, right around there, right around the same time, everybody was swing dancing. And, oh yeah, and everyone was really big into Gregorian chant for a month. 
That's true. <laughs> Tubin throat singing. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Care, care to guess how well that uh, new $5,000 without the stand Apple monitor did in testing? I have no idea. According to PC Mag, it, quote, does exactly what it sets out to. Oh, so it shows you what's in your computer. Good. <laughs> well done, monitor. It projects pictures. Yay. It, it has pixels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the best brightness and color gamut and uh, all kinds of other uh, stats. Okay. Um, last one. <laughs> That's terrible. So, sounds like you're Are cracking you a, a sounds like you're cracking, cracking a gun. <laughs> sounds like you're cra- cracking a walnut with one of those nutcrackers. It sounds like a shopping cart falling on its side. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's rather specific. I don't think I've ever heard a shopping hang cart on, fall on its hang side. Hang on. Be quiet. We'll 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 examine this again. Oh my yeah, Tostitos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I broke my Tostitos dip. Aww. <laughs> Do I have to pay for that? <laughs> you can't prove this cart was mine. <laughs> that was a, a comedian pointed out a while back. <laughs> something I was listening to is like you just walk into a store and you just take someone else's cart. There's no rules against it. <laughs> There's no law. Clean up, clean up on aisle five. <laughs> clean up on aisle five. <laughs> what are they gonna do? <laughs> you, take, you just walk in and take their cart. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Nothing. That's how the. You haven't paid for these. You don't own these. These aren't yours. You also know where they all are. You could go and find them a lot faster than I could. I wonder if they have like (laughs) GPS in them now. Carts. Yeah. I imagine in some places that are prone to getting them stolen, they do. The Walmart near here put um little like locator or alarm tags on their Mm -hmm. um their plastic baskets. Oh sure, those are popular to steal. Yeah. Easy to easy to walk them out to the you know haul, haul it out to the car and just I'll just take my oh like I I bought I bought I filled up my basket completely and now I've got everything in bags and it's just it's too many bags and they cut the plastic cuts into my fingers and so I'm just gonna carry it out in the basket and then oh this is a nice basket I'm just gonna put that in my trunk and it's red and it's got Walmart on the side actually they are blue and green blue. some are blue yeah. and some are green anyway Apple um, Apple has patented. A foldable device Uh-oh. with movable flaps to prevent the display from creasing. So yet again. Until the flaps fail. We'll see. Apple, but okay, maybe. Hopefully. Apple takes something that somebody else did wrong <laughs> and fixes it. They may never actually make this product, but it's just like, hey, let's figure this out. Let's put Samsung to shame. By actually they figuring out this problem. They and took that, Samsung's ability to fix their problem away from them. <laughs> they no, because... They just basically... So Samsung can't do that and fix it. That's not stopped Samsung before. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> Apple's, <laughs> Apple's now like the first. Apple's like, you know, they, they found the fix. They have, so anybody who does the same thing <clears throat> right. to fix is going to be like, well, they're just doing what Apple does. They have, they have the bragging rights and they, they have the ability to pay a team of patent lawyers... Uh, gazillions of dollars to fight Samsung in court for a decade like they did over the iPhone. Hooray. And that was <laughs> Apple News. Shopping cart news. <laughs> 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 okay, was there something else, Kurt? 
I got one last thing because I saw this photo a couple days ago and I'm like, oh, that's got to be on the show. <laughs> this is Florida, so it's your neighbors to the south. And of course, we know Florida is Florida. Hi, Florida. So this is a great Florida story. Um, a couple state troopers pulled over a car and then found lots of drugs in the car. No. Shocking, right? Lots of drugs in the car. Surprise. And of course, so they made the seizure, then they made the arrest, and then they posted photo of the seizure because that's what police departments like to do they like lay down on a table and take a big photo op oh like, sure pulled these drugs off the street yeah so there's a big collection of stuff and but what was the best part about it was all these drugs were inside of two bags did they make a originally. youtube video and call it a haul <laughs> they probably called it a haul yeah <laughs> um but i didn't see a youtube video but all these drugs were inside a couple of larger bags there are small bags and vials and all that type of stuff and these bags had something written on the side. I would like you to guess what was written on the side of the bag. Oh, boy. Do we get any more information, like what type of bag they were? Um, they looked like decent-sized canvas bags with a zipper top on them. Like duffel bags? Um, no. Totes? Like um, maybe a foot by foot and a few inches deep. Type of thing. So just like a square satchel kind of a thing with yeah, a zipper? Yeah, square satchel with a zipper top. Oh, you know, a larger version of like a bank deposit bag. Oh, okay, because that was what I was going to guess. It was some some bank's deposit bag. Oh, that would be funny. But no, it specifically has uh, a f- it has four words on the side. They have two of these bags that say the exact same thing. Okay. Four words. What would be the dumbest thing you would put on a bag that is full of drugs? Drugs. So keep going. That's one of the words. That's the four <laughs> words. <laughs> this bag contains drugs? Getting really close. That's as close as I'm going to get. Bag full of drugs. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's two b- bags that ha- are written on the side, bag full of drugs, and that's what they put their drugs inside of. Well, that, uh, <laughs> I, I suppose that was so that they didn't lose track of them? possibly so they knew which ones were the drug bags and which ones weren't the drug bags <laughs> right hey remember that it would be me- funny if they had a bag that said like bag full of laundered money yeah <laughs> yeah yeah or <laughs> bag full of uh guns we fired that committed murders yeah bag full of bag full of money. bloody bag knives <laughs> bag full of bloody knives with our fingerprints mm-hmm. <laughs> but two bags that say bag full of drugs that were full of drugs Bag, bag, bag full of my dead brother's head. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That I hope, escalated quickly. Yeah, Kurt, you hope he's talking about Clark, right? Yep. No, no, Clark, Clark's got a kid to take care of. Ooh, sorry, Kurt. We can rehome those dogs easier than we can. Wow. <laughs> help, help my niece out. Anyway. Hey, Dash, you want some friends? <laughs> He's just staring out the window at the want snow, some, which is still some, falling. Want some big dumb friends that don't uh, <laughs> that don't really do anything? <laughs> One that looks like he could be your daddy or sh- mommy. <laughs> Wait, mommy. The greyhound is the mommy. Mommy. Oh, okay. Yeah, the greyhound's a girl. Yeah. Wait, they both are girls. No, the other the, one's the a boy. Center that you saw in the video when I called in is a boy. Oh, okay. I had them backwards. So there you go. So what? Uh, I'm sure the cops would have found it anyway, but it makes it really easy to find when it says "bag full of drugs." If I were the cops, I would be thanking the criminals. <laughs> um, wh- any explanation as to why they did that? 
No. In this story? <laughs> what do you suppose that, uh, how many people was it that got arrested? Was it a gang? Um, two. There's just two in the car. It was just two. Yeah. So they each had their own bag. This is, <laughs> this is, uh, you know, th- this is a, this is a relationship that's been going on for a while. These two people have known each other for a long time. The, the one person is is much smarter than the other person and is fed up with their crap and, uh, and, and made them label the bags because they had gotten lost in the past during past jobs. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my guess as to what's going on here. Had they had, they had more time, I'm sure they would eventually have like bag full of uppers and bag yeah. full of downers. <laughs> I would like to I would like to qualify that with much well the one person much smarter than the other but still still kind of dumb themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's an awesome story. Weird. Bag full of drugs. <laughs> well, we can move on to a bag full of good places. Woo! Woo! <laughs> um everybody, spoiler tastic. You got that? No. If you're a good place fan and Hang you on. haven't watched this yet, shame on you. Shame. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> shame on you, shame. It's network Well, team. and if we were just talking about any old episode, I would even I wouldn't even, you know, I'd say spoilers, but I wouldn't get too worried about it. There might be people out there who are like, oh, I mean, I can binge through it's four seasons, half hour episodes. I can binge through this um on Netflix first three seasons, and then by the time I get through those, then the fourth season will be available and they might so but yeah, we're talking about the se- the the season and series finale. finale. Um, and we might we might hearken to a few of the very tail end episodes too because the finale was it was a double episode but it was like the finale was really kind of four episodes like yep. the first couple when the, from the point where they got to start redesigning the good place um, yeah um, and uh, it kind of became uh, like that was like okay now we're rolling to end game Are, does that inc- does that include that the one where they won over the judge. Partly with Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> now close your eyes and picture a Timothy Oliphant. I can't. That looks just like an elephant. I know what he looks. No, like. Oliphant. <laughs> I know what Timothy he looks like. The elephant. Yep. I know it's. Oh looks wait. Like. Okay. Okay. He's wait. No. Fella. He's got a. He's got a cowboy hat on. And I'm going to think yeah, of him in a cowboy hat because of that episode. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. Maybe. Uh, just... I didn't realize that that was him. I've I've only ever seen him in the office as the as the uh, competing uh, salesman that they uh, Michael hires to prevent him from stealing all of their clients. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've seen him in a lot, a lot of stuff. Apparently, he was in Justified. He was the star of Justified. Yeah, I never watched that. And he was uh, arguably the main character on Deadwood. Yeah, still haven't watched that. I don't know. Anyway, what to, I don't know what to tell you, man. Back to the good place. <laughs> Um, yeah, he was not the star of the good place. Um, we have a six person, um, ensemble that they all got, uh, they all kind of got their ending. They all, uh, uh, like just general overview, just like how, how do you, how do you rank that? Like, let's, let's rank the, rank the finale on a scale of what's, what's your bet? Uh, Breaking Bad, best finale, great finale. Still. Yes. Okay. So Still, rank, oh, yeah. rank it on a scale of Dexter to Breaking ah! Bad. Wow. <laughs> Um, who that's Dexter closer to Breaking Bad than Dexter. <laughs> yeah, I would say most of the way towards Breaking Bad. Yeah, Breaking Bad's the ten and Dexter's the zero. Then nine and a half. Probably, I was gonna say nine, but yeah, it was solid, very solid. 
We'll say nine and a quarter. Okay. And, you know, opinion might change over time. I need um, to watch it again. I still right. have only and watched I, it I do, one I do time. want to do that. And, and I need to watch it in like a year. Like, yeah. you know. Um, an opinion may change over time, but for my money, might be the best ending of a television series ever. Really? Yeah. Really, <laughs> really solid. That show, I mean, and, and it helps that it was because the show never lost its way. It was four seasons, short seasons. Like, they knew where they were going. They, they planned for four seasons. They yeah. Got, they, you know, it was a very specific ending. Um, it gave every character a wrap up. It all made sense for all the characters. There was nothing weird that was suddenly introduced at the end. Great callbacks to the longtime fans of the show. Yeah, apparently, a lot, like more than you can tons, keep track of. Tons, tons, tons. It would, it would. Uh, this would be a really, really good show this to is a, binge from the beginning and just really pay cram in, to cram detail. into a whole week, a long weekend or something, and yeah. just do nothing but watch Good Place. Um, because the Easter eggs for the last two. You know, the last hour, the last, you know, essentially the last episode are is out of it's off the crazy. chain. It's it, it, it is. It's off the chain. It's whack. <laughs> um, <laughs> Other things Eleanor might say in Arizona. It's lit. <laughs> well, I mean, what, what 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 was some of the great stuff that they managed to pull off at the end? They had they turned around. They turned Eleanor's constant um, like kind of objectifying and being in love with Tahani. And thinking she has a rock and bod to Tahani, pointing out how Eleanor's got a rock and bod. Yeah. And, and then they then they hung a lampshade on it by having like Eleanor say something about or oh Tahani had her list of things to do, which one of them was one of, to objectify one, objectify Eleanor. Eleanor yeah. <laughs> um, which is you know that's been happening since early first season. Like every every few episodes, Eleanor says something about that. The the um um a little stuff that you maybe didn't catch that I just learned about when I kind of was digging around too is like Chidi being at peace with the idea of walking through the door without Eleanor. And, you know, like, first of all, he would have never made that choice as old Chidi. Right. Um, but also there's like literally, there's literally just an, Chidi being at peace at all about anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a stomach ache <laughs> all the time. <laughs> um, and they spent, you know, remedy, remedy, Jeremy Baramies, um, without him having a stomach <laughs> ache, so that must have been nice for him not having a stomach ache for that many Jeremy Baramies. Um Which, and if you don't understand what a Jeremy Baramy is, you're not meant to, and you also missed an episode where they talk about how the space-time continuum basically looks like the name in cursive, Jeremy Baramy. Um <laughs> And but he he you know in an earlier episode back in some season he made he he said because of who he was. I don't think I could ever do that. I don't think I could ever walk through a door without knowing where it leads. And in the end, he's able to do that. Yep. And it's like, that's like, that's what the show was about was like them becoming their best selves. And he's like, I, yeah, I can do this. I couldn't have done this before. I had too much anxiety about it, but now I can. Other, other favorite moments. Um, if I knew Jason, we were going to do this, Jason, I would have watched it again last night. Like think when, of something. What's that? I say Jason being his Jason self, where we leave him behind to walk through the door, and then we come back later, and he's still there because <laughs> he's gotten distracted for thousands of Jeremy Baramies looking got, for the. He's got to find the ring. He's the, just or the locket, the, the locket, the, the necklace, yeah, or the lock, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it made sense that he was the first one to go to because he's perhaps the simplest character. Like he would, yeah. uh, he would, and also kind of a nice callback to him having you know, posing as a Tibetan monk. Who are supposedly, you know, very balanced and <laughs> at peace good, with everything, yeah. and now he's the first one to kind of find peace. 
and Janet points that out and says that's a very that's something um, a monk would say, and he he's like, what? Because <laughs> yeah, he's, he's yeah. I don't get it. I miss because he's forgotten, <laughs> right? And uh, uh, <laughs> let's see what else, Derek. <laughs> like space yeah. space yeah. floaty so head <laughs> cosmic being derek who's been rebooted <laughs> uh, like, of infinity times yeah. but still has a, a martini glass filled to the top of <laughs> 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 even in his cosmic energy form uh-huh. <laughs> supposedly there's there's a few episodes a few characters that didn't make it in there we never we didn't see eleanor's mom at the end Nope. nope. Um, I, I read that they tried to make it happen with the actress. She just, they couldn't work it out. Trevor is in there. He is seen in the background still floating through through, through infinity where he got flicked to, I guess. Um, uh, who's Trevor? Trevor. That's uh, uh, the, the, the a-hole from the bad place. Um, yeah. Adam, Adam Scott's oh, character. Adam Scott, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Trevor the Demon. There's only been on the show since like season two. Trevor the Demon. No, Trevor the Demon, yeah. Maybe yeah, he's, three. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's off there somewhere. They, you know, they had um, real Eleanor, what's her actual name? Vicky. Still obsessed oh, with yeah. acting. Yep. <laughs> oh, and she, also, becomes, she becomes an expert. Yeah, she becomes an expert. Acting right? in the good place. Yeah. And, demon uh, acting. And uh, what was it? The, what, the one demon that's like the fire demon who's always... He's kind of a big guy with a beard. But he's the one who got who got turned into the, blue goo. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, did I get any on you? Yeah, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and the frog guy got an actual frog. frog. Well, at first well, he got well, a, first he got a whole bunch of frog stuff and, and was and really irritated was, by. He that. was gradually <laughs> less and less interested and excited about frogs until Michael came Michael through. gave him a real frog. Give him an actual frog. What did he name him? Jumpy something. Oh, it was, he gave yeah, because the like, joke was going to be that. He was gonna. I know exactly. Michael thought he was gonna name the frog Michael. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, he just, like, he just named like Mr. Jumpy Pants, Pants or something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tahani becomes an architect for the good place so that she can throw the best parties, so that she can basically, you know, she, that's what she's gonna be doing. She's gonna be throwing, you know, she's gonna be creating a place for you to go and enjoy. Yeah. So she's effectively. A party planner again, right? Become <laughs> as as a good place architect. Yeah, but that was after doing all of the other things on her yeah, list. Yeah, one, one of list. one of which was becoming a master woodworker, learning from, <laughs> uh, from Nick Offerman. Yeah, <laughs> and it has been confirmed, um, by Michael Schur that that is was Nick Offerman, not that Ron was Swanson. Not Ron Swanson. That was Nick Offerman, who has died. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody's yeah, dead show, by yeah. that point. Yeah. At that point, it's been many, many Jeremy Baramies. <laughs> uh, yes. that was literally nick offerman playing himself um teaching her woodworking and my <laughs> she has the chair and he calls it he calls it good and says he has nothing left to teach her and then i read a thing online too where he said that nick offerman himself saw the chair said that is a terrible chair but i'm a good actor so i will say that it is a good chair <laughs> he didn't he didn't insist on going back to his uh, Finding, wood, like, workshop his and bringing pieces. one of his yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He did not actually like the chair in real life. <laughs> oh, uh, w- uh, weather update. Allison says roads are okay, a little slippery. Uh-huh, yeah, I know. <laughs> let's keep talking about it. Um, let's see, Eleanor. Yeah, Eleanor could not let go, which wasn't surprising. I figured if there's going to be the the character that's going to leave last is going to be Eleanor because she's ostensibly the main, the main character. character. 
So they're going to have her on as long as possible. And she just could not let go. Although Chidi's uh, parting gift to her was nice. <laughs> the the calendar of him in sexy oh. poses. <laughs> yeah. Including, including in a mail, um, a letter, a mail carrier's costume. Was that a callback to something she said? She turned said, her on. Yeah, she said that that's working for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were, it was when they met the when they were in the good place and they met the good place lady, the like the kind of the plump lady who was in the the mail carrier's outfit who was really friendly. Oh yeah, yeah. The first time they went, yeah. yeah. And went so up when there. they were in that room where they the, couldn't like leave, the whatever it area, was, like yeah. there was a point where she said, "Let's see if we can find we can find one of those uniforms for you or something like that." And she's like, <laughs> oh he's, yeah. He's, he's like, really? And she goes, yeah. <laughs> she's got a thing for the mailman. <laughs> um, Michael. Michael yeah. finally got to be human. Like, yeah. That's the thing he always wanted to understand and experience. Yeah, and all the little things that he talked about, like, you know, all his, his human stuff, like his big bowl of paper clips and his, mm-hmm. like, he wants yeah. to have a stress ball that he's going to throw out, but he's, but no, I'll use it someday. Yeah. And so he hangs on to it <laughs> and all the little human things, the idiosyncrasies that he stuck with. And he, when he's talking about all that stuff way back in some episode, very early in the show, he says, I want to be able to tell somebody, take it sleazy. Yep. <laughs> yep. And that's the final line, line of the show. Mm-hmm. And it had an incredibly touching moment, I think, that was uh, summed up the show quite a bit, where Eleanor, when Eleanor walks through, she doesn't know where, what's going to happen, what she's going to become, but we get to see yep. what she becomes, um, what happens to her. And essentially, we are led to believe that everybody who walks through that final door becomes some ephemeral inspiration to people on mm-hmm. Earth. Well, to, billions to of, be, of little sparks that, to that be, go through the universe and right. become those inspirations. To be, to be better people. Mm-hmm. And she lands on some dude's shoulder, and that dude decides to return a piece of mail that was misdelivered to him. Who lives in Michael's apartment complex. <laughs> to Michael. Yeah. Um, and he's the guy who Michael tells to be sleazy. To take it sleazy. Yeah. Take it sleazy. <laughs> take it sleazy. Um, which is a great... And that Eleanor doing that, is that that is a great callback because it comes up in the show multiple times and specifically with Eleanor when she talks about, I would hear that little voice in my head and the little voice saying, do this, do that. And I would ignore it and blah, blah, blah. And they talk a number of times. They talk about the little voice in your head. Eleanor became the little voice in his head. Yep. Is essentially what it boils down Mm -hmm. to. So the person who had a hard time listening to the little voice in her head became Became the the voice voice in somebody else's. And And presumably billions or millions or whatever. Many, many people's heads. Other people's heads. It was lovely. It was a, yes. it was a it was a it was touching ending to all of it. That episode was very perfectly done. It was a beautiful episode. Yes. Yeah. It's like it may be one of the perfect episodes of television out there. Did, did they address at all Janet's fate? Well, I she she's going to continue I I got the impression she's going to continue on. She may very well love fall in love with somebody else, but she's never going to forget Jason. And Jason right. knows that because she's assured him that there's no because way she can she, ever forget Because him. like a heptapod, she experiences... Oh, and we, yeah, we learned that she basically experiences time all differently. at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so, which yeah. means that if she is going to, has already, or is currently in love with somebody else, she is going to, or has already, or is in love with them right now, will be in the future and was in the past. Yeah. But still not a girl. <laughs> not a robot. Still and not a robot. Not, not a robot. robot. Um, I read a thing online that said when they, when they, uh, when Eleanor and Chidi are walking around Greece, they filmed in Greece. That was not oh, yeah. green screen. And, uh, yep. and Janet was there and Eleanor and, and Paris Ch- and Eleanor and Chidi, Chidi, um, the actors actually managed to, you know, stay mostly under the radar, but Janet got called out constantly 
people would see her and go, not oh, a robot, not a girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, it's a, she's always wearing that same outfit, too. Yeah, so she's really recognizable. Yeah. But people noticed her, like, all the time. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and she she gets she said she gets uh, not a robot not a girl that's like like if you think of an actor who has a catchphrase like when people don't even walk up to her to like talk to her or anything they just you know shout at you from across the room mm-hmm. that's what she gets all the time yeah. she said i get not a robot yeah. not a girl and she just looks back at him go or you know whatever just uh, yep that's right <laughs> that's her long distance reaction with fans not a robot not a girl like um <laughs> Aaron, what's his name? Jesse Pinkman always gets, yeah, bitch. Yeah, or, <laughs> yeah science. Science, bitch. Science. <laughs> he gets called, he says he gets called bitch a lot. <laughs> yeah. He also gets requests to uh, to do people's outgoing voicemail messages with bitch, bitch in, it. in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. What else? Other. Um, Sean, you... Sean was fun. Sean was still kind of cranky about everything, but he was ultimately went along with everything. Well, even he had had achieved a piece of sorts because he understood that the way they were doing things was was the best thing for him because he got to he got to continue to torture people. Yeah, got to continue to screw around with them, just not with the penis. Just flattener. not with just not with the penis flattener or <laughs> the spiders and the buttholes. <laughs> or as we learned earlier this season. Um, because there's a penis flattener, there's also a penis inflator. inflator. <laughs> <laughs> so that you can continuously have your penis flattened. <laughs> How many times do you think the penis flattener has come up? About five or six on the show? Once a season the, at least. It's come up this season several times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um any other uh well we got you know we saw we saw Jason's dad. We saw J- oh, Jason's uh perfect score in Madden. Yep. <laughs> um his uh the there num- was a there was a call out to uh, Gardner Minshew in there they worked uh, worked him in the current quarterback of oh, right. of the yeah. uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Um apparently the guy you- that looks like Uncle Rico. Right. <laughs> <laughs> apparently if you look at the scoreboard and the, the stats for his Madden game that flashed up there pretty quick. Yeah, but if you pause it and you look at it like one of them is like one of the stats that up that's up there is like the career yardage of some Jackson Jaguars running back. Yeah. His career yardage. And one of the stats is a 69 because it's Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> like his interception <laughs> stat or something like that is 69. <laughs> nice. And he was, he was the, like, he's, you, I think you said the first one to figure out that he would, he had done everything he wanted to do and was at peace. Yeah. Well, I get this feel. I get the feeling that the only thing he wanted to do was get the perfect score in Madden, mm-hmm. and that it took him eleventy thousand Jeremy Baramis to do it. And once he hit that, then he was like, "All right." And then he threw, dance threw one, a dance one last time. Yeah, that's right. right. He threw a big party for himself. For himself, and uh, and his him and his what is it? Squad. His dance. It's yeah. it's like dance dance revolution, but it's a. It's a play on that. Was it resolution? What, what was it? Was yeah, something, something like yeah, that. I can't remember, but they they were good. Yes, like, and they actually, did a really good job. That was a really good dance. And he sequence. danced with them, and the choreography <laughs> was spot on. Yeah, <laughs> that was really well done. I I dug that because um, of course he'd been practicing for many many Jeremy Baramis. Of course, yeah, they all had. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, Michael. One of his things while he's uh he's still in the good place is he's trying to learn to play guitar. Yeah, and he's really and he's bad. having a having really a lot of trouble with it, and uh, and so one of the things he does when he becomes a human and gets to Earth is he sees 
you know, one of those uh, guitar lessons with the cut tabs on the piece of paper yeah, attached little, to a tab. telephone pole, and he and it turns out that his teacher is his real life wife. Oh, Mary Steenburgen. Okay. okay, sure. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, <laughs> the two of them show up on um as as themselves on Curb Your Enthusiasm. They live in yeah. Larry's neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> they really don't like Larry. <laughs> like Let's everyone. See, I had what other little what other little Easter eggs were there? Petey's still doing lessons. There's the Jaguars. They go back to the neighbor the original neighborhood for a while. Yep. That was nice. Yeah, dance dance resolution. <laughs> yep. Res- resolution. <laughs> was yeah, instead called. of revolution. Oh, we see Doug Forsett, like the young. Yeah, version the young of Doug guy. Forsett. The, the re- that actor shows up, and he's um, he's just he's chowing like down, pounding chicken wings because you know he's high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then at some point later in that on, velour shirt. Like... Yeah, in that seventies outfit, and at, at some point later on, they uh, well, first of all, Michael notices that he's his young self, and he says, "Good call with the with the young look." Instead of yeah. instead of Michael McKeon, <laughs> and uh, and then later on they um w- when they're talking about people leaving and going through the door, somebody says even Doug Forsett went through the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Jason's obsession with jalapeno poppers comes yeah. back. He actually describes how he knew to it's time to go through the door. As, oh yeah, as being yeah. like when you think you're gonna bite into a jalapeno popper and it's gonna be super hot and you're gonna scald your mouth, but then you bite in and it's the perfect temperature. Yeah, that's how I feel about everything. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get the cadence down? Okay. Yeah, that's pretty you good. Think it's gonna be the perfect? It's gonna. It was the perfect temperature. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was his. his All you gotta his do his is work, work a yo dog in there. Yeah, yeah. you know, got dog. it. He he can introduce the next whatever burger. Um. <laughs> His uh, his moment of zen was jalapeno popper oriented. <laughs> the Dorman's yeah. frogs, yeah, the chair. Oh, Tahani's family. Everything works out there. They actually, the, her parents are so nice to her and her sister that they get sick of them. Yeah, they're so nice, they, <laughs> yeah. they get tired. But of they it. still let them do it for a thousand Jeremy Baramies, and yeah. then they're like, "All right, That's now we're enough. sick of it." <laughs> um, at one point, um, Tahani, there's a pa- Tahani has a painting in front of her. Not Tahani. Um, her sister, um, uh, who's I'm blanking on her name now. It's like something like Jasmine, Camilla, Camilla, um, Camilla's, Camilla's, like Camilla's painting um, has a wave on it, which ties you to um, the Buddhist representation of what oh, death right. is, which made me cry, teared up. Yeah, that was when, uh, when uh, Chidi gives Chidi the description and Eleanor of, where they're sitting, sitting on their porch, looking she, out at the sunset over the mountains at their wherever they're, they're living, and he describes how a wave. You can see it, you can measure it, it crashes on the shore, you can hear it, all these things, and then it, and then it's gone, but it becomes part of the water, and it's not the wave anymore, but it's in the water, and that's just how death is. Mm-hmm. We, were, we are a wave for a short time. Mm-hmm. He, said that, it, he said it much better than I did. Yeah. It made me tear up. <laughs> yeah, there's Tahani. <laughs> like, stop, stop making, it, Craig. Objectifying Eleanor. <laughs> Eleanor <laughs> finally finishes... Um, what we owe to each other, the book that, like, one of the first books. Was it one of the, fir- one of the first <laughs> one, ones? One of the first ones that Chidi gives to her. She finally finishes it. Took many Jeremy Baramies, but she did it. This is where, if you, you know, binge it all at once from beginning to end is going to help a lot. Because that, so much of the stuff I, I 
couldn't remember. You know, Chidi, you know, kind of temporary Australian soulmate lady, time. the one who figured out everything. Oh yeah, yeah. The the, the black lady, the, the Australian, the, the neuroscientist, neuroscientist who figured out that this can't, you know, like there's there's no such thing as an afterlife. I'm just my brain is misfiring as I'm dying or something. Right. She figured it was all bullshit. Uh, Vicky's dedication to acting. Oh yeah, this I I noticed this too. I thought that was a nice touch. When we go back to Michael's office, Doug Forsett's photo is not on the wall anymore. Didn't notice that. It's the four of them. Oh, the four humans. They're the ones who figured out what the good place really should be. Not ninety six point two percent or whatever. Whatever that Doug Forsett figured out in the seventies when he was when high. he was super high once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how how did we uh, how did you guys like um. I guess it was the second to last episode with Lisa Kudrow as some, <laughs> I forget the name of the philosopher. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, who was it? <laughs> well, to kind of talk about the second to last episode, I remember when I watched that, because I actually watched it. I was home that night so I could watch it on air. I watched the finale the day after because I wasn't home. Because the episode uh, title was what she asks them to call her. Right. Which is like a short version of that name. They, yeah. Pa- Patty? Something like that. It's something like that. Yeah, but I remember watching that episode. And I was like, "Where's the finale gonna go?" Because yeah, arguably that story, that episode, that could have been the end. If you're telling the story of like the good place and the bad place, that could have been the end. But then the finale ended up being more about there. There were the, like three characters. There were three different spots where they could have just said, "Oh, that's the end." Yeah, that, but, they, but that, they kept building on what they were turning the good place into. Um, yeah, it was pretty remarkable. Patty, yeah. Oh, Hypatia. Hypatia. Of Alexandria. That's right. But apparently, yeah, in the old good place, when you went to the good place, everything was perfect and wonderful. And then when it was that way for infinity, eventually your brain turns to mush. Mush. (laughs) So they were all kind of... just a big dummy. They were all like happy zombies. Yeah, Chidi Chidi got to meet a hero of his. Right, and it was 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 Chidi trying to talk to to her about philosophy that kind of woke her up for brief moments, and she she was able to explain it to them. She was an idiot. When she wasn't distracted by milkshakes. (laughs) (laughs) So well done. So good. I'm I'm going to I'm going to look forward to rewatching that show. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's that, that's one. It's that one I'm, of these ones that I'm going to come back to every so often because yeah. there's just there's going to be things to discover because it's so cleverly written. There's going to be now that I know like what the storyline is, I can be like, okay, now you know, when Chidi talks about this particular philosopher, I'm going to look up. Well, what's what's that philosopher about? And it's like, oh, clearly that has to do like here's things in the show that are like right out of that because yeah, you know, for people who are into you know, there's a lot of philosophy hidden in the show. Um, not just the jokey bits like the, the trolley problem, um, which is still one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> Clearly, the yeah. problem is how to kill all six people. <laughs> so <laughs> keep the trolley on the track and hit the fire. And you extend a knife blade out on the end of this pole, and you sl- as you go by, you slit the throat of the sixth person. <laughs> no, Michael! <laughs> and, and the explanation is not even the funny part. The funny part is when he says, clearly the problem is how to kill all six, six people. people. Yeah. <laughs> they get sleazy. So yeah, that's oh. me. That's me. I pretty much covered what I wanted yeah. to say. I'm, I'm, my battery's last, running out here because I left the one last the, left the thing that I remember seeing, this, of course, near the end of the episode, was when they showed uh, Brent still being tested. 
you know, Brett, the, the male chauvinist guy. Oh, yeah. He's, oh. He's, he hasn't changed. <laughs> he hasn't changed. They won't, they won't uh, let him in yet. After all those Jeremy Berries and Baramies and everyone else has gotten in, he's still. He's still kind of a dick. Yeah. yeah I think the, the last thing they bring up is like, he thought he was helping women by telling them that they should smile more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and Mar- uh, Margaritas. Before Eleanor walks through the door, she sits down on the bench. Oh with, yeah, and with, has Janet conjure Janet, and they some have margaritas. Mar- she, Janet offers the margaritas. Oh, and she, Eleanor was killed because of margaritas. Yeah, that's right. She was getting margarita mix, and she dropped it and was hit by the the, the, the shopping. Yeah. Speaking of yeah, the, the the yeah the shopping carts. Where's my sound effect? No, <laughs> that sound effect sounds like a shopping cart hitting Eleanor Shellstrom. <laughs> so that's 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 my review. I'm good. Good show. You're Great in a show. good place right now? I am definitely in a good place right now. But I'm not ready to walk through that door quite yet. But uh, yeah, that was excellent. Great great finale. Yeah. Maybe one one of the best, uh, if not the best, time will tell for me. Yeah. Um, loved it, loved it, loved it. Me too. Going to be sadly disappointed by whatever Kristen Bell's in next. It's not going to hold to the good place. I was like, I didn't think they could top Veronica Mars, which I really do love. Yeah. And then it's like, oh. Any of those people. Yeah. yeah it's going to be tough. We have no Kevin questions. That's week. perfect because I'm ready to call it a day. All right. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you in about a month. <laughs> um, Kurt. Yes. Thank you, Kurt. It was my pleasure. Oh, Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And you can go to nerdburgergames.com to see the game stuff that I'm uh, making. And you can go to uh, uh, com to buy some of those things. On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig take the Nerdburger bus out for a spin, like the Wienermobile. We're going to take the Nerdburger, we're going to get a Nerdburger bus, we're going to take it out for a spin, and we're going to end up in the ditch because it's freaking snowing in freaking Georgia. (laughs) Yeah. Does it look like a burger with giant glasses? Sure. (laughs) The windshield look like those glasses. And then... There'll be a big dish thing on top of it that looks like the dice and the toothpick. It'll be very aerodynamic. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. It'll get three miles per gallon.